This is the Talk Theater in Chicago interview podcast. I'm your host this week, Ann Nicholson-Weber. And today my guests are three cast members of the show Traces, which is currently playing at the Broadway Playhouse at Watertower Place. Um, the three joining me are Mason Ames, Philippe Normand-Yeni, and Florian Sumker. Um, they are performers in, I think their training, we'll find this out, is um, at least partly in circus. The show is full of circus elements, um, but it is more than circus in my opinion, and I'm very excited to talk about it. Um, maybe the place to start is to get just a little feeling from each of you about your backgrounds and how you came to this show, and maybe start with Mason. Um, my background is in circus, primarily. I started um, in a mime and juggling camp when I was 10 years old. And uh, then when I was 14, I joined Circus Smirkus, which is a Vermont-based youth circus. And I stayed with them for a couple of years and then ended up in Montreal because there's a circus college in Montreal and decided that if I wanted to continue doing circus, that that was one of the better places to be to help me on that path. How many circus colleges are there in the world? Is it, are there many? I would not be you? able to I mean, are there say choices? exactly, <laughs> but there's Montreal, Berlin, England, Australia. There's, they're pretty much everywhere uh, around the world, but mm. they're not all super good and high, high skill level. So. Yeah, there's maybe 10 high level circus school that you can finish and work as a professional from, from there. Yeah. From there. So, Florian, what was your um, path to this show and to circus? My background is circus as well. Um, I'm coming from Switzerland, Basel, and I joined a little kid circus when I was seven. And I did this till I was 15. And when I was 15, I I chose to want to be a professional. And I moved to Berlin and did the circus school there, the circus college. When you say you joined, I mean, is it what you did? Did you continue in school? Were you living at home from ten to fifteen, or um, the kids' circus in in Switzerland was uh, something like a a club? You go there after the school, mm -hmm. like other kids go to soccer or uh, play an instrument. I yeah. I was doing this circus activity, and it was not really a professional level. It was more. The fun and, uh, yeah, I got inspired to want to do more. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, Philippe? Yeah, so I did many sports when I was young and I entered Quebec Circus School at 19 and I stayed there for four years. And after those four years, I just started working. And when, when I was in school, I was working a little bit uh, like in the summers. But, yeah, I didn't do circus before the 19 years old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this um, show was created by a group called Seven Fingers or Setois. And as I understand it, they uh, at least have some relationship to or came out of Cirque du Soleil. Is that right? There were a um, number of the Seven Fingers, the original, the creators of the company, mm -hmm. who were involved with a few Cirque du Soleil shows for a while. Mm -hmm. And over the years got to know each other from the shows and decided that they wanted to create a, a smaller company of their own. The the Montreal Circus School is 
grew out of Cirque du Soleil or Cirque du Soleil grew out of the school? Which way or neither one? They're independent organizations that heavily support each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you came to Montreal because of the school? Uh, no, not because of the school. I um, After I finished uh, school in Berlin, I did a lot of uh, German cabarets, which mm-hmm. is uh, really different to the circus that um, we do in Traces. Uh, you just do your solo act and... I was kind of bored after two years just doing my speciality. Mm. and But I got to know a lot of uh, Canadian circus performers in in the German cabaret, so I wanted to visit them and see how the circus community is in Montreal. So when I had one month off, I went to Montreal and I got to know the circus community a little bit. And that's how I met the Gypsy, the... Mm. Uh, choreographer and director, one of the director in the show Traces. And yeah, that's how I got to the Seven Fingers. And then did you audition for her at some point? Do you say, I'd like to work with you? How does, or did they put out a general audition? Did they know you before they cast you? How does that work in the circus world? Um, they, they casted me a little bit. They, asked me for material and if I would be interested in doing the show. So I was um, sending them DVD material, uh, Mm -hmm. videos of what I used to do before and what I can do else. And out of that, they were deciding if they want to take me or not. But there was never an official casting where a lot of people go Mm -hmm. and they pick one out of Not like Chorus Line. No. (laughs) (laughs) And Philippe, you came to Montreal from Quebec. Yeah, I I was raised in Montreal, so then I finished my college uh, studies like in natural science, like biology, chemistry, and physics, and then I went to circus school in Quebec for yeah for four years over there, and then I came back to Montreal for for the creation. Like uh, I went to Quebec, lived for four years over there. Then I after school I went to Germany to work in the cabarets like Florian. Uh And then uh, in, in the cabaret, the Seven Finger guy got in touch with me. So I came back to Montreal for for the five-month creation over there. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, um, well, actually, one thing I want to ask, uh, Florian, what was your specialty when you were doing cabaret, for instance? What, was, what, what did you come out of? Uh, I'm a hand balancer, which means uh, doing handstands on, mm-hmm. yeah, on one arm and two arms in different positions. And, uh, yeah, that's my spe- speciality. And that's how I graduated in, in Berlin. And I toured, uh, in Germany also with this. And of course, the first year of the circus school was a little bit of basics. So mm-hmm. I learned how to tumble and a little bit to juggle, but never in a high skill level that I could do an act out of it. So handstand is, was always my, Main, strength. Main, main strength. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that very literally, looking at his biceps. Uh, <laughs> so it, I think it's typical in circus, in at least traditional old-fashioned circus, that uh, a performer or even a family has one act that they do their whole lifetime that they perfect. Is that right? Am I right about that? In traditional circus, there's about that. For example, if a family dress uh, horses, well, they like the son will do the same with the horse and mm-hmm. the grandson. And for example, some families, the the grandfather was um, was a porter, so 
with his son he will do hand to hand and when the little son will be ready maybe he'll put it on the on the in the show also yeah but in contemporary circus it's it's more like everybody like you you grow up and you decide to do circus with uh, with parents that are uh, architects or whatever you know mm -hmm. and so you don't have a knack that you you learn from your you family inherit. you don't yeah, inherit you just yeah. You, what what you learn in school is like how your body in what your body is good in circus so mm. for example mason is has a, f a, a body type that is uh, a big man so for sure he's he's not going to do like something that necessitate that you are small and really light mm -hmm. so then the school helps you to find what act will you be the best in mm -hmm. yeah not as like traditional family that you just learn what your fa father was doing and which is either a good way or like you you just learn different stuff from different uh, possibility so at least traditionally you would have your act and then you would join a different circus and do it and and that was the way circus worked and now there's a whole new world of using circuses um morris theater with more dramatic Uh, shape, I would say, and I gather people learning. I mean, you, you didn't do any of these acts before you came into the show. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, correct. <laughs> so let's talk then a little bit about the show. Um, and my understanding is this was created originally with other performers, um, and then this is it's being recreated now with different casts. Is that is that correct? Mm -hmm. But. The show seems so personal. I mean, you are in it yourselves on stage. You introduce yourself by name. You talk about your background. And um, it seems like the I would some things, the acts had to have been chosen because you could do them, not the other way around. Is that right? I mean, for instance, Florian plays the guitar, sings and plays the guitar after doing an incredibly exerting act. And nobody can believe he can even breathe, much less sing. But they didn't write a show that had some for someone who could do the acrobatics and then play guitar right they did that for you they created that for you is that right um almost at uh, the, the frame of the show um pretty much stayed the same mm -hmm. of uh, what it was uh, in the beginning um but there was never a hand a solo handstand act in the show in the first cast uh it used to be a uh, another hand-to-hand uh, -hand act from the two brothers. Um, so what we basically did in this uh, recreation was we were taking this frame that was there already, which was also really important to uh, for the dramaturgy. I don't know mm. the, the word in English. Dra well, the, what would you say? The dramatic the dra structure? The, yeah, the dramatic the structure yeah. of, mm -hmm. of the show. Arc, yeah. So we kept that and... We were f uh, trying to find our own way to doing the show because sometimes because it was better to do it different or sometimes because we were not able to do it the way the first cast was doing it right. because every circus performer has different skill levels and I can maybe not do the trick that the first cast was doing. So we had to find our way, which is... um different not better not worse it's just different and that's why we had six months of creation and f for example in the parts where we have to talk about ourselves, of course we had to find sentence about ourselves, and so we were just finding this stuff 
for example, for the song, like uh, we, the directors knew that Flo could sing and play guitar. And in the first show, there was a song where it was somebody playing and singing guitar. And they were just like finding wh where could this song be? Well, mm -hmm. How can we make Flo sing? Mm -hmm. And in the show, it can be interesting. And then his act like right after his act there's it's a good place to put a song because for the for the show like people cannot believe he will sing just after right. we can make joke with this like we bring Flo is gonna sing you a song and this is funny because people are like yeah no way he's gonna sing right. now he's dead but but yeah but Flo <laughs> but Flo like with good training he he can do this because his act now he's in good shape and he, he can do this for so for the show mm -hmm. He can make some change like that right. and it makes the show funnier or more intense or whatever. Like mm -hmm. this is director's choice that they take parts of the first show and how can they adapt with us that it makes, uh, yeah, yeah, improvement. Philippe, before the, um, before we started recording, you said something about one of the things you, you love about doing this show is that it can use so many aspects of your strengths. Can you talk about what you mean by that? Um, yeah, it's just for, with this show, like nobody of us were seven and nobody of us could play piano, but we, we were all like interested in learning and whatever. And so they paid us a, a piano class to each of us. Mm. So we didn't knew we could play piano, but now six months later, we're playing on stage piano song, you know, and, and something's going on. It's not a super crazy song, but, but it's fun. So this, you can, like, you can exploit this this talent you had inside but you didn't know yeah like we do some we learn some chinese hoop like it's a acrobatic act at the end of the show like we all never done that we, but we we were maybe pretty sure that we could learn it we could make it and because we have acrobatic skills but now you have to transpose it and so it, it makes you learn new things it makes like all of us we didn't knew we can do comedy on on stage and some a lot of moments in the show is about timing and about comedy but mm. like if you if you never tried it you cannot know you can do it and but the director helps you and what is best timing what can you say and, and yeah and you do your speciality i do teeterboard in the show i knew i could do teeterboard but i never expected to do a solo act of teeterboard which is which is you can only do this in a small group show because or else you do this maybe like six flyers and you do only two jumps and uh -huh. you do like your best trick but now we we have a build up and like everybody is is we have we do choreography with this i just what I like the most is that I, I didn't knew also we could dance and like uh, in this emotion, this uh, you, you go in school, you learn many things, but you don't learn like so precise uh, stuff. Mm -hmm. And now we learn how to work together. And yeah. Mason, what would your answer be to that? What, what you like about doing this show? I like that since we're only seven, there's no, place where you can go away we're all together mm -hmm. all the time mm -hmm. on stage and in life so everything we do we are supporting each other even when you're when you're in the background as a secondary action we're just there to support each other and help each other and that creates a really nice group mm -hmm. community feeling and energy that is can be really strong to work with and, and, and really powerful conveys uh, across the footlights too. I mean, I think that's part of the fun of the show for the audience is getting a feeling for your camaraderie and relationships. Well, that's what I love about the show. And I um, don't know quite how to get at it, but 
it is circus, and a big part of the thrill of it is just how amazing it is, what you're doing. But it feels to me, for many of the acts, like the circus is in service of something else, something. It's not just like, wow, but also it's really beautiful or it's moving because of dramatic action you've created or because of the relationships on stage. And um, maybe I'm wrong, but to me that seems unusual in this format. Would you agree with what I said? Um, we were trying to find uh, always emotions behind what we do. And even if there is not a, a big storyline about it, I think it we touch the audience way faster just because of the fact that we talk about ourselves who we are, what we do, what we like. And so it comes this, this distance between audience and stage is not so far anymore. It's like we talking to them, like we were talking to you now next mm -hmm. uh, to our seat. And um, also because of the fact that the audience sees that we are seven people on stage all the time for 19 minutes doing this incredibly high skill level show is making it more dramatic and more emotional because if you would see a hoop diving act, which is this act where we jump through the hoops um, in a normal circus, probably let's say seven or 10 uh, acrobats would come out uh, through the curtain and do their hoop diving act and if they miss a trick, you would be pretty disappointed because you haven't seen them before in the show mm -hmm. and you expect them to do the act perfectly because you, whatever, you paid for the show and you want to see a good act. But we do this act at the end of the, of the whole show at the end of this 90 minutes where we were already running for 90 minutes, singing, playing piano, climbing on the poles and uh are you guys laughing <laughs> okay um i guess uh, they think it's not so important the polls but no okay um uh, we're invested in you I? well we're invested in you as people and we see it differently <laughs> if you mess up yeah, yeah that right, right? <laughs> so yeah when they see wow they trying and if they miss we're trying even if we miss, we try even again. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, this makes it really emotional and uh, the, the audience can feel with us uh, how much it is for us or how hard it is for us. And yeah. it's also like the 10th act we are doing on stage and like they, they saw us doing many things and they cannot believe there's something more going on. And like, how, how, how can they do this also? with what they've done before. So mm -hmm. it's just like mm -hmm. surprise every time. And this is a, a, a strength of the show. It's like seeing us doing many things around the show makes everything new. Like people don't don't believe like, like can, uh, the new skill. And that yeah. too. And that too. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. I think also throughout the show, when as we talk about ourselves and show different things about ourselves, we open up a lot and show not necessarily only the positive and side of ourselves and the skills we have, we show weaknesses and kind of some of our insecurities. And I think that makes it easier for the public to care about you and to, um, to have a connection with you. Yeah. 
Well, even just the difference between wearing kind of spangly, glamorous clothes or as you do, like street clothes, you're saying we're kind of ordinary guys. (laughs) Although look what we can do. <laughs> I mean, it, it, but it gives us a way in that you, we think, oh my gosh, these are people who were children. In fact, your pictures are, uh, projected at yeah. one point. They had families. They're just regular people, except they have these extraordinary skills. But this is part of like what, what we can call the new circus, which is going on since maybe 20 years, mm-hmm. which started mostly in, in Europe. And now it's, and uh, the, the school in Canada is, is pushing in that way is like what you can imagine of a trapeze act or what you can imagine of a high wire act. Mm-hmm. They try to break those, break those image. They try to break those costume, uh, like a uh, image you can have. And what, when you take a, a, a theater, like a script, you can, you can read what's, what's happening. You can imagine what's happening. And then you bring, you bring it into circus. So when you create an act, when you go out of school, you have a, like a five minutes act and you try to have like a, like a, a mini story or a mini, mm. like what, what are you trying to say with this? It's, it's not what, like the, the picture you're trying to create. It's more like what to the public are you trying to give? And this is about traces also, but this is like one hour and a half shows. Like mm-hmm. people, somebody asks us, what is the show about? But maybe we don't need to tell you. Maybe you just need to to watch the show and, and go out and talk to your wife. What did you think the show was about? And and ask yourself what they tried to give us instead of like seeing a trapeze act. And they're, okay, was, these guys could do quadruple backflip, super. And then you go home and you don't think about it again. Well, that's what I felt about it. And that's what I was trying to say before is that the circus is in service of theater. <laughs> that there, I mean, like there's a beautiful pas de deux, which isn't really, ex- I mean, it's not circus even. It's dance, right? At the beginning, there's the... Yeah, Mason and Vine. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's very acrobatic, but it's more like dance in that it's just expressive. Yeah. And go ahead, Florian. I like to uh, compare it a lot of times uh, with music for me is circus new circus for me is touched me when it has an emotion and for mm-hmm. me a song is good when it has a uh, emotion or general music like a song uh, reaches faster audience than just a crazy drummer who can like play super good the drums and he is doing mm-hmm. a crazy drumming solo and he puts it up on youtube uh, it's going to reach all those other drummers who, who want to see this crazy uh, drumming solo, but maybe not more people than that, you know, not a bigger audience. And I, I think uh, if you put emotion in, into something, it uh, reaches faster, a bigger audience. And that's what we're trying to do mm-hmm. because cir- the traditional circus used to not be so much about emotions they were showing their skills you know yeah. and then they were making hepa yeah. and you had and you to clap wow. yeah. And, yeah. and that's like a, a crazy drumming solo you see the skills and that's it yeah yeah I and think- sometimes after like for example after an act of traditional circus you want to clap yeah it's super mm-hmm. good good acrobatics but after a new circus act sometimes in our show there's not so much clap after an act Right. But I don't think it's because they were not impressed or whatever. It's just like, should I clap? Should I don't clap? Should I clap? Maybe I should not clap. It's so, it, I like it like that, you know? Yeah. And it, it's, sometimes it's better like that also. I'm really glad you brought that up because actually I felt that very much. I didn't, it wasn't 
you weren't showing off what you could do. You were making a piece of art and you have a different response to that. It's not like, wow, that's amazing. You can do that. That was a, wow, that was beautiful. I was really moved by that. And you don't have the same reaction. And I actually found it annoying, honestly, that some members of the audience knew this was circus. And so they're, they felt like they had to clap after every amazing trick, whereas that wasn't the emotional tenor of it for me. Um, I was actually in tears several times because it was beautiful, you know? Um, so what were you going to say, Mason? I, I want to say that our goal is to connect with people and in, invoke an emotional response inside of a person. So that is kind of more of a, a line that we are, are taking to affect people in that way and kind of have them have an emotional reaction and have make them feel something intellectually or emotionally. Yeah. I think that's can be very powerful. Yeah. For me, it's like the difference between in the Olympics when this figure skater does some amazing, you know, five point spin turn or something and, and, but it, it doesn't fit into the routine. It's just hard and doesn't have a meaning. And everything you do, I feel in this show has a meaning beyond just being hard. Um, and some of the most beautiful acts aren't the most obviously hard. For instance, the uh, I think of it as the Hat and Cane song with the um, with the skateboards. Yeah, okay. for instance. I mean, that's just fun and lovely um, and cool, but it's not. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't, I'm sure it is very hard. I Have you ever tried to skateboard? <laughs> okay, it's not, but it's the floor, it's not the most technical act. For yeah, sure. but, but floor drawing, for example, when they were when they're drawing. Uh, with chalk on the floor, yes. that's not technical at all, but right. I think it's super poetic. Yeah, right, right. And it's also like, for example, this uh, floor drawing, it's, it's like a build up, build up, build up until we draw on flow. Mm -hmm. And then his act, when he starts it, if he would, he would start this act maybe five minutes later, uh, earlier without this floor drawing, Means it would be different. still good. Yeah. But if with this build up, it, it's, it's like the climax of it. So when he finishes act, it's like a 10 minute, the sequence where you were only on flow instead mm -hmm. of only five minutes. And when you do, when you create a circus show, like um, with new circus, you try to do like transition that will bring the next act instead of a traditional circus. And the transition transition would be a MC that would sing a song or that right. would make jokes or that would, I don't know, bring a funny dog that will jump over something. Mm -hmm. But now every, every transition is trying to like make the next uh, act Like if you tweak the volume a little bit more and you're like, oh, and then it explodes. Yeah. And well, the way I would say is there's a, a an arc to the whole show. There's a rhythm. It's not just this and then this and then this. It's yeah. it's connected. That's what you were just yeah. saying, I think. Philippe, I think you have to go to physical therapy, yeah. right? Okay. <laughs> um, and actually, we've we've talked um, our Phil, <laughs> or not our Phil, but our time anyway. Um, so I just want to thank you so much. Uh, for joining us and uh, really enjoyed learning about okay. something kind of exotic. Someday I want to learn more about the German circus cabaret scene. That sounds pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you again. Thanks again. Welcome.